and welcome back to the Devil's Pikisi at DevNexus. And uh, I believe that will be our last session. So last but not least, we have Valerie Ragas, dear friend and uh, amazing speaker and just all around the best. So we saved the best for last. This is what <laughs> I can say. And uh, welcome. So good to see you. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. I, uh, I did not do well in the era of virtual conferences. Oh, no. No. Um, I did not enjoy recording or, you know, doing a live stream from my, you know, bed because I had COVID when I spoke at, I think it was DevFest Siberia. Uh, in, yeah. my God. Like with COVID, I'm in my jammies in bed trying to blur the background. <coughs> and then this Kubernetes thing, <coughs> like, <laughs> it was awful. Oh. But I pride myself on not backing out on conference organizers if I'm at all capable of being there. I completely agree. I mean, I've been speaking sick. Not fun, but once you commit, you do it unless, you know, you really can't. Yeah. So um, it's nice. And actually, I sometimes I wonder if anyone notices. I, I got a surprise you know, email yesterday saying, hey, I need a keynote next week. Yeah. And if you say you'll show up, you won't back out at the last minute. Can you do it? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. I don't know how I'm going to make that work. but I'm No, gonna no, work. You, you don't say no to those opportunities. I mean, keynote, like, always yes. I've only ever given one keynote. And uh, so for, for anyone who knows me knows that I'm an oversharer. But I think I really set a new bar for oversharing from stage because it's a keynote on mental health and the importance of rebuilding as a tech community, like our mental health collectively and taking care of each other and how to, you know, practice being more compassionate with each other. And But I literally was like on stage talking about my mental health struggles through the pandemic and like going, you know, I have complex post-traumatic stress disorder and how that impacted things. And my very conservative, very keeps everything in uh, relative watched it and said, I'm so proud of you for doing a good job, but don't you ever say things about people don't need to know that you went to a crisis center and people don't need to know that. Oh my God, honey, honey. The <laughs> people don't need to know that. It's like the ultimate marker, right, of, of this, like, people don't need to know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's fun. Um, I, I always enjoy speaking at this conference. Um, and again, anyone at home that's never been to a Dev Nexus, it is incredibly well run. The organizers pay attention to details, go above and beyond. Like, I, I just had major surgery and I'm probably not supposed to be here. Well, you know, averaging 13,000 steps a day. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like, Dev it, Nexus. It's a good comp. You don't, you don't miss on Dev Nexus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's interesting though, because I'm not a Java person. And I keep wondering when they're going to realize that I don't. <laughs> no, but this is like way beyond Java by now. I mean, there are talks on whatever. That there is a lot of, also a lot of sponsors which are not real, yeah. like directly. Styra is here and CogridgeDB is, is here. And um, like those are not yeah. particularly Java, like had something to do with Java. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. I, I I've managed to to find topics that I think, you know, looking at the list of, of proposed talks, you know, this conference feels to me to be overwhelmingly technical, but just enough community and yes. interpersonal yes. sessions that you've got not just like the, the software and the personal are so intimately linked. I mean, 
for example, if you've got someone on your team not completing deliverables consistently, like reach out about their mental health because they're probably not that productive because something awful is going on at home. Not because they just lazy yeah. don't want to or do their job. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing, right? We, the people in tech are good people that want to do their job. But this basic assumption for a lot of people is very hard to tune into. Mm -hmm. Our first reaction when someone didn't do the job is they are not good enough, they're lazy, and most of the time this is wrong mm -hmm. because they are good people, good in their job, and want to be successful and want <laughs> the company and the organization to be successful. And for some reason it's hard for us to kind of start with that and assume, assume the best. Yep. Instead, we fall into assuming the worst. Yep. And so I, I go out of my way um, to overshare, like at daily sync up meetings or any time that it's pertinent to say, yeah, I didn't get that work item done yesterday. And I'll just straight up say, I had a really bad mental health day. Something awful happened. Uh, I, sorry, guys, I'll get on it today. Because I want everyone else to feel safe and comfortable to just admit, I'm working as hard as I can, but, you know, going through some stuff because everyone's going through stuff <laughs> oh yeah especially now it's just it's a thing so um yeah i spoke yesterday and it was really funny because i had to start out by admitting that the abstract that i submitted that i thought i was going to write as i researched i realized i don't want to write this talk i i basically covered that as, as like the first third of my talk and then added on something that I decided was more important. So the talk was on inclusive language. What does it mean? And so there are certain words and phrases that we need to not put into our code base and not say out loud and just we need to change some things. Um, a lot of innocuous, okay, so stuff to pull out of your code base, right? We talked about phrases like whitelist and blacklist. Right. Which, on that one, that's got to get out of your code base for two reasons. Obviously, the assertion that something white is good, black bad, that's not cool. We mm -hmm. don't like that association. Mm -hmm. um, but also, it's not semantic. A lot of like the problematic stuff I encourage people to take out of their vocab vocabulary and out of their code, it's not just that it's offensive. It's wrong. It's well, technically so wrong. Yeah, so like Master and slave, it's technically wrong. Yes. The relationship is different. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I, I gave like three different alternatives to whitelist and blacklist based on are we talking about who has access, what service has access? Allow list and blacklist. Or, yeah, allow, deny, sure. But then that's completely different than is this thing allowed to be used? That's right. different. It's include, exclude. Right. Right. right? If we're right. talking using these phrases for like quality, prefer avoid. Because it's much more semantic to see that exactly. something should be imagine, yeah. imagine an alien that doesn't have the cultural context. Mm -hmm. How should they know that black is bad and white is good? Yeah. I mean and then can we use some terms which actually make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I ended up um, kind of going over as well, uh, just I kept reading blog articles when I was looking at like what, what, what words and phrases in the code base do I want to really focus on explaining? I kept finding articles where people basically said, yeah, I don't like, you know, as a person of color, I don't like C++, 
seeing these words in my code, but I could handle that and I yeah. could separate myself. Yeah. Yeah. If my colleagues didn't say problematic things. Right. And I was like, you know what? This goes back to it's not just about the the actual alphanumeric characters in our IDE. If you have a developer, I- any sort of resource who's feeling othered, excluded, who's being distracted by, you know, words and phrases that bring the civil rights movement immediately to mind, or slavery, or anything unpleasant, are they going to write their best? Are they going to be their most right. productive? Right. I mean, I think a lot of people forget that <laughs> while I sound touchy-feely and, and really into mental health and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, supporting mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. supported people who aren't burnt out and aren't feeling attacked are going to write better software. That's true. It's That's a, true. It's a, it's not case. because it's <laughs> just the right thing to do. It's because it's actually money. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I can tell you, like, I love, uh, so I work for Salesforce. And I feel bad because we have we have unlimited PTO. And I've really pushed that the last. So uh, since Christmas, I've had COVID twice and surgery and had to miss all these days. Mm-hmm. And I love that my manager gets it. When, when I had COVID, I, I kept trying to work. And I have long-haul symptoms that I'm trying to deal with uh, from round number three. Yay, compromised immune system. I uh, probably shouldn't yeah. be here. Champion of COVID. Uh, we're, actually, we're actually taking uh, taking bets on if I get COVID today. <laughs> you look at, I mean, you look at me sideways and I'm sick. That's the reality of my medical, but whatever. No. But my boss, when I, I was trying to work, um, he pulled me aside and was just like, sweetheart, you're still visibly not okay. I want you to take the next two weeks off and just nope. rest, even if you get better. Just rest. It makes sense because it's better to have you at your best two weeks later than just like slaggy forever. Oh, it was great. Um, I actually fell asleep on a call sitting up because I was working from bed. <laughs> COVID is exhausting. Yeah. But you don't know fun until you've seen a toddler with COVID, though. That's a good sign. <sighs> so. Yeah. yeah. Not zero stars. Not no, recommended. No, d- would not recommend. Yeah, Avoid yeah. it if you possibly can. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my, my talk yesterday was really neat. Um, we, it, it was, oh, it was kind of a moment of relief at the end um, because, you know, it's sensitive subjects. It is. I mean, it is. I, I covered things to take out of your conversational vocabulary right. around sexual orientation and gender, race and ethnicity, and disability status. And, you know, I even warned everyone, hey, first slide, hey, you might feel really uncomfortable sometimes. Right. Please know you're not being attacked. Everyone says things that they don't even know are a problem. Right, right. I guarantee you I'm not getting through this session without saying one problematic thing. Exactly. Like, please feel free to call me out on it. Yeah. And we learn. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah, we're just getting better. But I like the when I when I talk about it, I really love to attack the really the the angle that those are not the best terms we can use. Yeah. Right. Disregard whatever you feel like about yeah. you know whatever whatever context it brings. Those analogies just suck. And this is the problem. Replace them with actual terms that work better. Yes. And consider the inclusivity as a side effect, if you wish. Yeah. If that's what makes you comfortable, just use better terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, so 
teaching my children to argue effectively for what they want. Yeah. And one of the first lessons they learn when they get old enough to start right. really learning is the best way to ask someone for something is to tell them it benefits them. Exactly. Yep. Start out with, hey, I, I'd like you to do this for me, and here's what you're going to get out of it. Yep. Um, and so I like to think in this community it, it wouldn't be difficult to convince anyone, hey, you know, uh, for developers who have been through miscarriages, mm -hmm. which you know, is medically referred to as a spontaneous abortion, uh, do you have any idea what it's like to sit in your office when you're going through a miscarriage and see the word abort? Mm -hmm. repeatedly or if you had to go through an abortion to have to see that okay i like to think i wouldn't have to have a hard sell but if you point out that's not descriptive because yes. as it turns out if a process is ending was it prompted from an external source to end or did it self-terminate exactly like, there are more descriptive words exactly exactly there are just better terms yeah and if someone doesn't care about the touchy-feel exclusivities or not, that's fine. You still have good reason <laughs> to do that, yeah. right? So there are still good reason. And it's the same with diversity, right? You can say we are doing it because it's the right thing to do, but you can also say we need it because we expand the pool of the candidates, because our test will be better, because our code will be So we can always speak about very practical benefits which and, and those arguments will work only uh, even on those who objected on other grounds. Yeah. And this is the good thing about it, right? Yeah. No, so it was, um, it was a good time. It was a good time. I always love speaking, though. Like, I, I enjoy um, those moments when you're, you're up there and you're saying something and you're not sure how you're doing. You're just doing your yeah, best. Yeah, you right? just do your best. And then you see someone in the crowd go, and then I'm like, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, that was the right thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's very exciting. I, I gave my first keynote in fall mm -hmm. uh, at another conference that's amazing, run by the same great org. Um, but yeah, I gave the keynote and I was you know, so terrified. And I, I mean, I must have run that thing three or four times the day of. Nervous. I have a strict policy: I never drink alcohol before I get on stage. Broke at that. 100%. Yeah. Sometimes you need it. One, one little yeah. smidge. Yeah. You yeah. know, just. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And it was so great um, because, you know, this very community-focused talk. And the whole time I was talking about how much I love the tech community, I was scanning. And just the number of people that I've spoken with before, I know them. I, I haven't seen them in two years. And it just, I realized that going to a conference and seeing speakers that travel to, in the same basic circles, it used to feel like, hanging out with my friends and a really good fun time yes and it now feels like a family reunion yes. after two years away so much this it is a family reunion. Oh. absolutely yeah i mean i just go around and hug people yep because i'm so happy to see everyone i mean I've before the pandemic i think the last time i saw you before shutdown started dev was nexus yeah with dev nexus, dev nexus. yeah Valerie, it's great to see you. It's great to have you on the DevOps Speakeasy podcast. Yeah. And uh, thank you for being here. Ah, oh, thanks for having me. Can't, I can't wait for the next conference in person. Yes. <laughs>